welcome to episode number 52 of the Raw Food Podcast. I am your host, Laura Jane the Rotarian, and today I am sharing with you some very practical tips for how to actually cook in your kitchen. So we're going to be talking about your spice area, your utensils, when are you cooking, you know, is your kitchen clean before you start, these really practical hands-on tips. This episode is for you if you are not someone who enjoys cooking, if you don't cook very frequently, and if you get overwhelmed when you look at a recipe. Thank you so much, and I'll be back to share both my kitchen setup and my cooking process tips with you shortly. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Raw Food Podcast. This episode is going to give you some of my most practical cooking tips for you in the kitchen. This episode is really aimed for you if you are not somebody that cooks a lot so you don't necessarily make food from scratch. Maybe you're the kind of person who gets a little bit overwhelmed when you look at a recipe and you would like to eat healthier but you're not really experienced or you're not loving cooking yourself. So I have amalgamated some of my best tips for you and the reason, there's a couple of reasons why I'm doing this episode now. As you know about me, I didn't grow up somebody who was very domestic, as someone rather who was very domestic at all and I've kind of learned my own way in the kitchen um, trial by fire if you will. Secondly, I, over the past year, or it feels like over the past decade, but over the past year, I have been working on a cookbook that's going to be out in stores in 2017, and that made me do a lot more cooking than I normally do, and um, I found that some of my, you know, when you're cooking like a recipe or two or five every day for a long time, you have to streamline your processes. So I, when because I was cooking so much, I kind of realized like, ooh, this is terrible, <laughs> you know. So I, I streamlined my process to speed up my um, efficiency in the kitchen. So I really learned a few things over the past year that I would love to share with you. So I, I've kind of just divided this into two general um, categories. So I'm going to start talking about just your general kitchen setup pretty briefly and then I have some tips there and then I'm going to move on and talk about your process of cooking and this is really just aimed at regular people not necessarily people who are um, you know writing cookbooks or cooking uh, in large volumes so this is just for the regular person who wants to be more comfortable in the kitchen. Firstly I have to say it I'm not a neat freak at all but I think number one If you are someone who gets overwhelmed in the kitchen, you really do want to start. If you're going to cook something, let's say you're going to make a batch of brownies and it's a big deal for you, start with a clean kitchen. It's not that I care about hygiene. It's more about helping you to feel like you can handle it and you're not going to get overwhelmed with the mess or get derailed. Um, Let's say your kitchen sink is full of dirty dishes and you need to get a big blender container under your tap or something. You don't want to have any barriers. Um, So I think just starting out by a quick kitchen blitz, if it's not already looking really quite clean, then I think that's going to really help you. Um, 
I'm not somebody who loves cleaning and I'm always amazed. I learned this tip from um, the fly lady. You may be familiar with her. She's like an online cooking goddess woman. I mean, not cooking, cleaning goddess rather. If you just set a timer for five minutes, trust me. And if your kitchen's kind of messy, just go for five minutes. You'll be amazed that you can like really clean up your kitchen a lot really quickly. So that's number one. Just clean it up first. It'll help you a lot. Number two, this is minor, but I this is something I just did with my cookbook stuff and it really helped me. What I did with my kitchen utensils like my spatulas and, you know, wooden spoons and all of that stuff, I have them in a big drawer and I still do. Um, but I got, and I don't like to have a lot of clutter on my counter, but I did just take my most often used kitchen utensils, like uh let's see what do I have in there like a ladle um two spatulas a wooden spoon and a whisk the ones you use the most whatever they are for you and I just put them in um sort of like a mason jar thing and I have them really accessible on my countertop but I do not want to have all of my utensils up there because that would just be crazy and um kind of overwhelming so that is minor but that is something that I did that Um, over the past year that I really like and has helped me um, feel like it's easier to just get going. So that's a little tip for you. Number three, if you are a person with spices, um, even me, I have been a food blogger since I guess, I don't know, 2009. And I should have had my spice area a little more organized by now. But I, my spice cupboard was just a total mess and if I was looking for a spice like oregano I would literally probably have to touch 10 spice uh, jars sacks you know it was not organized and totally I wasted so much time searching for spices and I had to look at so many different ones that I actually did organize my spice um, you know rack I didn't even have a rack at the time, but I organized my spices. And I know that sounds like a silly tip, but it actually made it feel so much more manageable. Ultimately, the way to have your spices organized is simply in some way that makes sense to you. Ideally, alphabetized in a way that you can actually see them all or the majority of them at one glance. Um... This one quick tip for you is, you can Google this, you could use some tension rods, just Google it, um, to elevate some of your spices in a cupboard so that you're um, able to like use the vertical space in the cupboard. Um, That's a great idea, but it doesn't matter. They don't have to look pretty. It's just, can you quickly lay your hands on turmeric? Yes or no? And if you can make the answer to that, yes, then you're doing awesome. Moving on now to talking more about the process. Um, one thing I just like to do now is what I've I wrote my note to myself here was clean between batches. So let's say you're gonna make a carrot cake with, um, you know, my delicious cashew icing. That is kind of two recipes in one, if you know what I mean. Because uh, usually you would make the carrot cake first and then kind of get that done and then you'd move on to the icing. So what I found I kind of needed to do or I would go bonkers was, f- well, firstly, I would 
get out all of the carrot cake ingredients only and put them on the counter. And then I would make the carrot cake. And then I would put sort of like reset. I would just kind of, once I got the carrot cake done, I would just kind of wash up, hand wash any little dishes, put a couple of things in the dishwasher, just kind of go, and then I'd be like, okay, icing. And then I would, you know, get out all the icing ingredients and then make the icing and then ice the cake. So again, simple, but I've tended, I didn't used to do it that way. I would just get everything out and then make it all. And then I just, I found I would mentally get, it would take more mental energy to kind of do it all at once. (laughs) That's minor, but I, that's what I always do now. And that um, really helps me a lot. This is my next tip. It's related. So let's go, let's continue on with the carrot cake example. If I'm making the carrot cake, what I do now always is I work from left to right. So what I will do is uh, just picture, close your eyes, go with me here, your empty clean counter. And on the left of the counter, um, you're going to put out all of your carrot cake ingredients. So let's see, I don't know, it's your nuts, your dates, your sea salt, maybe some cinnamon, some dried coconut, carrots, whatever is in there. So kind of lay them all out. Um, Then in the middle, what I do, in case you're curious, I put a cutting board in, so it's kind of in the middle. And I kind of think of that as my workstation and I might put um, some measuring cups on it or... um, you know, that's kind of where I'm going to be doing things. And then on the right, to start out with, it's empty. But what I do is, let's say I'm going to start by doing something with the food processor and the uh, pecans or pecans. So I'm going to take the pecans, measure them out, put them in the food processor, process them. And then I'm going to just put the bag or jar of pecans down on the right hand side it's kind of like my outbox if you know what I mean then I'll do the next part of the recipe um and you know kind of just keep moving so when I've added something like the dates I'll then just throw it over on the right hand side because then I know I've added it because when you often you know how life is you might get interrupted in the middle of it and you kind of forget where you are in the recipe so I find that is really helpful I just pile everything on the left then I throw it on the right when I'm done. And I don't tend to put those ingredients away right away. I um, just kind of leave them there and then I'll clean it all up at the end because I find that's more efficient too because maybe I have three things that have to go back in the dry pantry and it kind of saves me trips. Um, So that's the whole idea of working left to right and I really like that and I kind of militant about it now. So another hack or tip that is huge and it's very much sort of high level, it's, it's like, okay, you're making carrot cake. When are you doing this? Are you, um, or okay, forget carrot cake. Let's go, let's pretend you're making some raw vegan spaghetti with spiralized noodles. Are you going to make this right when you get home after work or are you going to do some preparation in advance? Like when are you doing your cooking? I have found when it comes to, this is not cookbook related, this is just normal everyday life related. 
the best time to cook is not when you're about to eat dinner. That is a terrible time because you're hungry and in a rush and you probably just want to go with something that you're already used to eating as opposed to trying something new. So I have found the sweet spot for me just because of my schedule and my life is at the end of the day after I've had dinner, uh, maybe after I've cleaned up dinner and relaxed for a bit or done some chores or whatever needs to be done. I find usually around like eight or nine sometimes when people might be watching a TV show or kind of, you know, it's that beautiful (laughs) sweet spot of the day where you might have some free time. That is, oh, that is like whatever your free time is, that is the time to do some cooking, especially if you're not used to cooking. And if you want to try new recipes or new ways of preparing food, because it's, it's kind of like you're taking it as a hobby or something fun that you're doing in the evening, like scrapbooking or watching TV. It's not necessarily related to like, I'm hungry. I need to feed myself now. So, um, that is something that I think is really important. Now, if we continue on with the this whole spaghetti, make, you're making spaghetti idea. Um, if you want to have spaghetti tomorrow for dinner, what what could we do? Obviously, certain things you don't want to completely make the entire meal. And this really leads me into my next and final tip is it is okay and in fact ideal and wonderful if you can half cook if you will so a common thing I like to do in the evening um, is if I know tomorrow I want to make spaghetti I might um, get out the zucchinis zucchini singular (laughs) zucchini plural and um, peel them get them ready to be spiralized throw them on a plate put them back in the fridge dig out my spiralizer from the lazy susan put it out on the counter Uh, maybe if i'm going to make the spaghetti sauce tomorrow i will get out all of the spices let's say there's a i don't this is i'm going off the cuff here but let's pretend it's oregano sea salt and i don't know thyme i'm going to get out those three spices from my beautifully organized spice area and measure them out It might be like a teaspoon of this, a quarter teaspoon of that, and just measure them all and put them in a little cup. Just have, and then put the spices away. And then I know my spices are ready to go. So this is what I call half cooking. And it is so awesome because it's going to make the next day so much easier. And it also, it kind of forces you to plan, you know, in advance, like, well, obviously, if you've kind of half got your spaghetti going, you when you come home the next day from work and you're tired and hungry, you've already done some of the work and it's you're just going to make the spaghetti because that would be silly not to because you'd waste your time. So um, I think that is really something that I do a lot just for myself. And it does help me to, um, you know, plan to eat something healthy the next day because I've done some of the work um, and so I'm less likely to just fall back on something that is not an ideal thing to eat. So those are some of my kitchen tips. I hope they've been helpful for you in some way. And I think if you are listening to this because you are someone who is not 
very comfortable in the kitchen and you really have not cooked much in your life, I seriously encourage you, maybe weekday is too crazy for you, but like on the weekend, if you have a little bit of time and it's not necessarily related to the meal you're going to eat, like just look up a recipe of something that you enjoy and just see if you can make it, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, if you have some time and just have fun with it and approach it as a fun hobby, even if you don't like it, but to kind of approach it or you think you don't like it as something that is fun and not stressful and not rushed because we all know that um, rushing doesn't feel very fun at all. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, here on the raw food podcast of course i am laura jane the rotarian and i am looking for some new ideas for episodes of the raw food podcast and topics that i can talk about or people that you would like me to interview um i am would love to hear some ideas on that and i will end it there thank you so much been listening to the raw food podcast with your host laura jane the rotarian visit me at the rotarian.com to browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple satisfying raw vegan recipes for free while you're there be sure to sign up for a free account so you can favorite recipes and access other special features also consider joining the paid section called the rotarian's kitchen where you can watch over 70 video tutorials with me download all of my ebooks take online courses and cleanses get printable pdfs and much more visit the rotarian.com get trk for details on what's included thank you so much for joining me here today on the raw food podcast and i hope to hear from you soon so until next time enjoy your raw adventure